Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about the creepiest of creepy crawlies, (laughs) Dr. Albert Beck. (laughs) I'm Bridget. I'm Anne, and I think I went insane. (laughs) (laughs) This week, you guys, we watched Stalked by My Doctor 3, Patience Revenge. And that means, as I said to Anne earlier, Sophie's back, baby. <laughs> and this time she's got. Yeah. And she's got bangs and she is. Pissed. Now, first, she's so be- angry. Before we even start talking about the movie. Yeah. The trailer that I saw <laughs> in the ad before the movie started. Was, I wonder if you saw the same one. It was for something called Bingo Hell. What's this now? (laughs) It's a horror movie with old people at a bingo hall. It looks fucking incredible. I cannot wait. (laughs) I have never heard of anything I want to watch more than that. (laughs) I immediately was like, what's this? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) Yes, I am interested. (laughs) What's coming? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it looked funny as fuck. Like, I can't wait. I'm so happy. What wonderful news. I did not see that and I cannot wait. I can't wait either. All right. So now we can dive into the mind of Dr. Albert Beck, where there is just a lot of stuff going on in there. This movie, this is where they really were just like, let's go ahead and jump that shark. We're just going (laughs) to. fly off the rails here (laughs) we're gonna get wings and just take off it would be like if during the um drink slay blood or whatever the fuck that was called episode if someone was like hey you two uh write a movie right now (laughs) and then we did oh my gosh it was bubba bonkers but i loved it i mean i honestly i thought this was my favorite one by far it's It's, so cuckoo (laughs) it's guys it's so great okay so sophie's back from the first one so are her stupid piece of shit parents oh my god i mean our belovedly horrific uh eric roberts is back and this time we've got i believe her name is like anna marie dobbs or something and she plays melissa and she is like the new lifetime it girl so every new like uh, lifetime movie club exclusive movie that comes out she's the star really yeah i've noticed it like the last two or three months she's in um that deadly (laughs) deadly trial or whatever it is Uh uh-huh stalked by my deadly trial Maybe it's called deadly misconduct or something and then the next one is like dying to marry him she's in all of them so she's got like some juicy deal oh dang good for you girl yes Get it. Get um it. and i think maybe this was her start so we open on moments from movie the first movie movie the first movie <laughs> this is going great so far <laughs> We see um, Dr. Beck looking at Sophie, him attacking her, holding her hostage, setting the car on fire. And then Sophie wakes up from her nightmare. 
She's got dark hair. She's got bangs. And that's how we know she's troubled. Oh, and she's mad, too. This bitch this movie was, like, <laughs> snarling <laughs> the camera. <laughs> Truly how she conveyed she was mad. Those facial expressions really... I thought really she was going to eat something like <laughs> whatever was in front of her. She was just going to have a werewolf type reaction and just lunge at it. <laughs> she goes, um, her mom comes rushing in the room to like console her and they go downstairs to have tea and her stupid fucking dad walks in. Hmm. And so they're all talking and they're like, it's been two years since you were kidnapped and assaulted. I'm like, you need to move on. You need to get over it. Let it go. <laughs> now, they do suggest therapy or that she goes see a psychiatrist. That is a great suggestion. Suggestion. You've been through trauma, Sophie. She's not happy with this idea. <laughs> oh, no. I've never heard of anyone with more disdain about psychiatrists in my life. She's like... <laughs> a psychiatrist i'm not going there <laughs> i think not mom and dad wow yeah she says the only way i can move on is if he goes to prison so then we cut to phoenix arizona a giant house that i swear to god is the same house from the first movie yeah i thought <laughs> it was, was supposed to live in california i thought it was too <laughs> so i don't know why they did that um we see dr beck he's in his bed that has like maroon satin sheets and he's wearing a fucking smoking jacket he's in bed with a a beautiful young woman and she's like i really want this to work but we can't have any secrets i'll go first (laughs) i was in love with a woman in college (laughs) oh it was just a phase that's your big secret and also stop saying it was just a phase because the next line she says is right however do you ever want to like a fuck a lady at the same time yeah let's have a little party ma'am you like women and you like men and that's a thing and that's that's okay it's okay mama it's okay so then he's like um, so like a year or so ago, um, I was accused of some pretty bad things. And she's like, oh, like, um, malpractice. And he's like, yeah, kind of like that. Sure. <laughs> you can call it that. And he's like, but good news. Um, the jury <laughs> found me not guilty. <laughs> and she's like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kidnapping and attempted murder, but like NBD guys, NBD, like I don't do that anymore. (laughs) And she's like, oh my God, look at the time. Gotta go. Well, and we get a little flashback to the trial and he's like flirting, (laughs) flirting with the like cat lady, middle-aged woman in the jury box. Now, what I'm really impressed with is not only that he convinced this woman that like he was not guilty, but that she was able to convince the rest of the jury to vote not guilty. Not that she hung the jury and it was a hung jury. No, no, not guilty. She argued the case better than his defense attorneys. Yeah. Really impressive, ma'am. She should go into law. 
she should stop knitting and go into love. Yeah. <laughs> so he tries to like make excuses and he's like, no, like I just needed to provide 24 seven care. And the only place I could do that was at my house. Um, but I don't make mistakes like that anymore. Um, I'm going to be a college professor. <laughs> which i can't believe they hired him no you wouldn't you wouldn't later we find out that the dean of the medical department i don't know if that's what any of that would be called (laughs) um says i spent six months trying to convince the board to hire you that was something you felt needed that much of your time. I know. I mean, to me right there, you, you just, you shouldn't have to spend six months convincing some, like you have other candidates. I'm sure there are tons <laughs> of other doctors. What are you doing? So she doesn't, this lady doesn't care that he's going to be a professor. She runs the fuck out of that bedroom down the stairs He somehow beats her down the stairs yeah, and cuts her off at the door. And he's like, you lied to me. You said you'd love me no matter what I told you. And now I'm going to make it so you can't lie anymore. I'm going to cut your tongue out. And (laughs) who is sitting in a chair in the corner, Anne? Florida. Florida Beck. I called him <laughs> Tropical Dr. Beck. I actually called him Vacay Beck. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a, you know, a tropical Hawaiian shirt on, some khakis. He's got a tiki mug full of some kind of pina colada. And you oh. guys, he's just giving off a really chill vibe. You know what <laughs> I mean? And he's like, hey, man, you gotta, you gotta knock it off with this shit. <laughs> This is a no good. Did you take your pill? And then he's like, oh, no, I didn't. He goes and takes his pill and the lady runs out and drives away. It's so bonkers. And vacation back pops up several times in this movie Mm -hmm. to converse with regular crazy Dr. Beck. It's some of the least shocking things that happen in this uh, film in are the scenes. <laughs> oh my God, guys, it's so crazy. <laughs> okay, so we cut back to Sophie's house and she's packing. She's going back to school. So it's the fall semester. She's going that day. That to day. School. <laughs> and it starts like tomorrow. Um, her dad hands her a fat wad of cash and he's like, you know, for like pizza or whatever. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not going to use this. Why? I know. You, you need then, pizza. Her mom is like, hey, are you sure we paid your tuition? Because geez, you know what? I don't remember getting a bill. These are the worst parents. And she's an only child, correct? Like, it's not like you have other, other children taking away your attention. You have one child and you don't know if you paid for her school yet. And she's leaving in an hour. And we find out that. And so the school she's supposed to be going to 
foreshadowing is called Wittendale. Now that sure sounds like a fancy university. Mm. We learn that the public Southeastern Arizona University is $45,000 a year. (laughs) So these people just don't miss like, I'm going to assume $60,000. They're not sure if they spent that or not. Yeah, they're not. They just don't know. They don't know. Must be nice. I (laughs) hated it. Sophie just plays this off, by the way, when they're like, you sure we paid your tuition? She's like, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't let me register if if you hadn't. Yeah, don't be a ding. (laughs) So she goes to pack up her car. She keeps refusing help from her dad. And it turns out because in her trunk, she has about 70,000 flyers that have a picture of Dr. Beck and they say, remove Dr. Beck in Mm -hmm. all red. Get him out. (laughs) Um, This is the first time we see see (laughs) her. Just thinking, (laughs) you know, I've said it before on the podcast. So when Scott Ackerman goes, get the hell out of me. Thanks. Oh, you guys, this is the first time we see Sophie make her Hulk smash faces. Yes. As she, oh, she's so mad. She's so mad. And she shows up at Southeastern Arizona University. And what we see first on campus is, again, the dean of the medical department. (laughs) And he's introducing Dr. Beck to his, like, I forget the name. Class of of 15 students. It's so (laughs) small. And there's like, the dean is there introducing him. There's two women who are never introduced just standing in the corner. Like they're there to help. What? I don't know. I don't know. It was so weird. (laughs) I spent six months getting people on board for hiring you. And then I was like, oh, we have to have like a welcome ceremony. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Hey, random kid in the hall. Come here. <laughs> they like pull all the scholarship kids. Oh, no. They're getting funding. They're like, hey, you gotta, you gotta participate in this. <laughs> Sorry, kids. We'll pull your money. Sorry. <laughs> um. So Dr. Beck introduces himself to the class and he starts getting really flustered because boy oh boy everyone in this class is a hot young thing yeah and they are so horny for him they are giving him the goo goo eyes oh so bad and then they're like oh no my shirt (laughs) fell off oh no my pants i'm walking around in my underwear (laughs) and he's like it's so crazy it's so crazy no one notices that he like snaps back from um a hallucination a horny horny fantasy yeah anyone could have looked down and saw his nasty old man boner (laughs) like come on so now my favorite character in the movie, we meet her. She raises her hand in class and says, hey, what's up? My name's Victoria. Um, I read about you on the internet. And did you kidnap that person? And he's like, of course not. No one would hire me if that were true. <laughs> oh, God. Victoria's in here a couple of times that I really enjoyed her presence. Yeah, she was good. She was good. 
Um, so we see a hooded figure running. Ooh, she's late or she's going to get somebody. She runs into the classroom. Her face is still covered. And the doctor is like, oh, why don't you tell me your name? She takes off her hood and, ooh, it's a cute little blonde. Mm-hmm. She's like, hi, I'm Melissa. I'm going to stand up and introduce myself to you. I'm so excited to meet you. I'm a big, big fan. Oops, I fainted. <laughs> yep, I fainted. <laughs> and then she wakes up like two seconds later. Mm-hmm. The doctor's like, oh, you had a medical term, medical term. And he's like teaching the class about how that happened because her vessels I don't know. I was going to say thawed, but that's, that's not right. <laughs> All right, guys. She's defrosted. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so he helps her out and gets her back up. And then for the whole class, they just like gaze into each other's eyes for a bit. Yep. Back's in love. Um, no, and several times during this movie i wrote a little note to myself and it says is he drunk (laughs) he was slurring his words a lot in some of these scenes yeah he really was i was like okay this guy's a wasted (laughs) i think he might have i think he might have been too is he supposed to be sober (gasps) <gasps> thought he was emma that call sounds your right dad. <laughs> call your dad. <laughs> that makes sense because last time we talked about him i feel like we mentioned that he was friends with um mickey rourke yeah yeah yikes <laughs> um yeah, you know what, not... what party i don't want to go to that one I mean, there would be cute little dogs there, probably. Oh, you don't really like dogs, so that never mind. Well, I don't like chihuahuas. <laughs> um, Mickey Mark has a bunch. That's true. He does have chihuahuas. Okay, so in February 1995, he was arrested for shoving his wife into a wall. God damn it. Um, he subsequently announced that he was giving up drug use entirely. However... In 2010, he appeared as a cast member on the fourth season of VH1 reality TV series Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew for dependency on medical marijuana. What? What? Like, who cares about that? (laughs) That's medicine, baby. Yeah, it's medicine. It's a plant. Um, Yeah, so that's weird. But he's really slurring his words, some of these uh, scenes. So later that night on campus, he's taking pictures of Melissa from not that far away. Nope. But that camera looks like it has a real (laughs) serious zoom capability. Yeah, he got some really good quality photos from that. Frameable Um, one. Uh, tropical albert shows up again and he's like dude you have a problem with younger women and they think you're harmless because you're so old (laughs) (laughs) he's having a full-on verbal argument with himself Mm -hmm. maybe what 30 feet from melissa yeah she doesn't hear him oh maybe she does maybe she does 
um lb's like oh yeah i started calling him nicknames so tropical lb tells him to <laughs> he's like you gotta stay away from her delete the pictures that's the deal <laughs> dr beck says well the deal stinks <laughs> <laughs> then we see someone watching him watch melissa then one of my favorite things happens which is the next day he gets <laughs> a card with his mail at the office and it's like red and it says his name all cute and like hearts everywhere and he opens it up and it just says guilty pervert guilty like pervert 50 font <laughs> so big um melissa after class asks for extra help because she just doesn't understand blood platelets and he's like okay so this is this and that is that and she's like oh, okay i get it now <laughs> like cool tutoring session great thank you that was a thorough explanation i don't think i'm exaggerating but like that's basically what happened no it, you're not at all <laughs> it, it was ridiculous so then she gets him to look away she's like oh is that you with the president and he turns around to a picture of him with like the fucking dean of the medical department <laughs> and when he turns back her little spaghetti strap has fallen oh. down her shoulder and she does not look away from the gaze that he is given her Mm-mm. and he starts picturing her naked writhing body and he's like i am so hungry are you hungry you want to get food and she's like oh no and like pulls her strap up like she didn't realize it had fallen um and she says i have to fill out a financial scholar scholarship application so like i super can't sorry sophie <laughs> sophie breaks into his office and opens a box labeled student handbook. And then she's like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's ridiculous villain laugh. That is what she did. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And then and like student handbook. What the hell is that? Uh, he hands so, out the, the next laugh. Day. Is, the laugh is funnier knowing what's coming in, in the books. <laughs> Yeah, because what did she put in there? She is like, this is going to be good. (laughs) So he he passed out the binders to everybody in his three-person class. And um, they open them up and there's just a bunch of porn. (laughs) Yeah, there's like porn magazines in there. And someone very cleverly, you know, these are medical students after all, goes, Dr. Pervert. (laughs) good one and then was it victoria in this scene where she was like <laughs> i'm paying forty five thousand dollars to shit for this <laughs> for this <laughs> this is what my tuition money's going to <laughs> i forget what the name of the magazine was it was like sweet and sexy or something not clever at all now after this <laughs> Dr. Beck is using a computer that says security office on it. There's no one else around. I don't know why he has access to this. No. But or he's how watching. he would know to, <laughs> how to get on there. Like He's so old. Why does he understand computers? He shouldn't. So he's looking at the tapes um, and sees that whoever <laughs> broke into his office is wearing a hoodie. And he's like enhance 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 (laughs) and 
he sees a little logo and he's like, hmm, SH inside of a house. I'm going to turn a quarter of the way to my left. And oh, there it is. It means student <laughs> housing. And for whatever reason, when he goes to studenthousing.com or whatever, and there's like a list of names, <laughs> he scrolls down and sees green S and he's like, ha, ah, Sophie Green. I got knew her. it. I got her. <laughs> like that didn't explain what that was at all. No. And I, I guess I just am like, he, you wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> That's no. just, you wouldn't be able to do that. It wouldn't give you a list. Of like, of the kids who live on campus, it sure wouldn't. Like, it's just crazy. So, uh, this is our first time seeing sexy goth Sophie angrily walking across campus, and Doctor Beck approaches her, and he's like, "Hey, is this from you?" And it's the <laughs> guilty pervert now that he kept because he loves to make a scrapbook. <laughs> she holds up like mace, and she's like, "Stay away from me." And then people start to gather around and she's like, he kidnapped me and he tried to kill me and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's like, you're bipolar, you're delusional. And now this is where he's like, you just made up all this stuff to try to like get money from me, but you lost the case. But that's not the case they were talking about before. No. Does anyone at Lifetime understand that there's criminal cases and civil cases? No, they don't. He's like, she just wanted to sue me. So she made all this stuff up. Well, you were charged for a crime. Yeah. By the state. She didn't sue you for anything. Right. It made me really mad that they didn't seem to understand how that worked. (laughs) It's like, have you heard of OJ Simpson? If you're guilty, if you're found guilty, you automatically just have to give all your money to the victims. (laughs) That's how court cases just work, right? I mean, I don't know. You're guilty. Like you would win a civil case for sure if you were found guilty in a criminal court. Well, yeah, you would. But I'm just saying, though, too. Like, uh, yeah, you have to pay like restitution, yeah, whatever. Um. So anyway, at this point, like the whole school is watching them. I feel like maybe like 35 kids go to this university. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't seem to be very populated. No. Maybe that's um, why tuition goes so much. <laughs> they only let 12 people in. Well, I guess we know there's at least like 1,292. Um, yep. We learn that later. Yeah. So she tells him while everyone's watching, like, I started a petition. I'm going to get you fired. And then Melissa walks up and she's like, why don't you leave him alone? Pick on someone your own size. <laughs> like <whatever>. me. <laughs> Sophie's like, what do you know about it, bitch? And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> Um, can I just tell you an anecdote that popped into my head? Hmm. Um, in one of my grad school classes, this girl was like really shitty to the teacher. Yeah. Um, and would always just make these like rude comments and stuff. (laughs) So one day this, this person told, um, her to shut up or something. She was like, Hey, like, cool it. And the girl tried to defend herself (laughs) This person was like, well, you don't have to be such a bitch. And it was like in the middle of a lecture. <laughs> everyone just, it was very much like everyone just like <gasps> and froze. It ruled. <laughs> I mean, at the time we were all scandalized, but we were also like, yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's okay. So funny. 
So, <laughs> so Sophie's really tough now, you guys. She's talking to like a real tough guy in some kind of garage. He's working on a motorcycle. It's yep. like, you know, he's tough. Mm-hmm. He's oh, he also has like a muscle shirt on. A sleeve. Yeah, he forgot yeah. his sleeves because it's too, too cool, <laughs> too cool for sleeves. Um, and she's like, he's like, okay, so let me get this straight. You want me and my crew to rough somebody up? And she's like, yes. <laughs> And he's like, ooh, well, you're going to have to give me something in exchange for my services. And, like, touches her face. And she's like, okay. And gives her a lot of cash. I was... <laughs> she has no time for anyone in this movie. No. This I was is... dying for them to talk about Garth. Wait, oh. is Garth in this one? No, her boyfriend's not Garth. That's from the second one. That's from the second one. Good yeah. guy, Garth. Oh, love you, Garth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, god! So that night, or some <laughs> night, I don't know. Doctor Beck is leaving the school building, and there's a giant poster of him. <laughs> that's like a, a just a poster version of the flyer we saw earlier that says "Remove Doctor Beck," and he just looks at it and goes, "Oh man." <laughs> it's like outside his office. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't tear it down. No. And there's more. There's smaller ones plastered all over everywhere, everywhere. too. And he just kind of is like, jeez. Now, (laughs) these three guys start to run up on him. One of them appears to have gotten the direction, run like a chimpanzee. (laughs) He's running like, like a big idiot. And one of them yells, hey, Dr. Kidnapper. And they just beat him up. They just kicked the shit out of him. Oh my God. The way that guy was running, I probably rewound it 15 times. <laughs> Made me laugh so hard. So of course, Melissa finds him and he's like, I gotta get to my classroom. And she's like, well, you have to go to the ER. And he's like, no, no, no. My classroom. <laughs> Why can't he go to the ER? I don't know. Why can't he's not he? on the run in this one? Our justice system failed. He's a free man. Well, maybe the school's insurance policy is shit. And he doesn't <laughs> have it. <the>, That's probably <laughs> true. So she walks him into the classroom and he's like, oh, geez, there's something wrong with my arm. I'm not sure what it is. And he pulls his sleeve up and there's like an enormous gash. <laughs> you don't know what it is. <sighs> so he tells her she has to sew it up. Because she's like a second day medical student. Even though she doesn't even know what fucking blood platelets are. She's only 20. So she's not actually like a medical school school student. She's pre-med. Yeah. Which means nothing. No. But stitch it up. Go ahead. And she did a great job. She's a natural. Um, She walks him out to (laughs) his car. She was really good. (laughs) That's what he tells her. He's like, well, I guess you heard that half the kids dropped out of my class and signed the petition. And Melissa's like, I did hear that. And I also thought about it, but I'm going to stay. I like your class. It's like biology 101. It is. <laughs> um, she's like, do you have anyone at home to take care of you? Your wife or your girl? Your girlfriend? <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, it's just me. So she takes his phone out of his shirt pocket and is like, "Mm, well, take my number and you can call me anytime tonight if you need anything. (laughs) 
And Tropical Bert from the passenger seat is like, don't even think about it. And he looks back at her. And then we segue to the surprise of the century. A song and dance number. It truly shook my world when this. I was like, is he going to keep singing? And then she. I loved it. I loved it. Um, I would love to play a little bit of this because it's so good. Oops, Odo, help, what are computers? Do you know how to work a computer? Dr. Beck, Dr. Beck. (laughs) Dr. Beck knows how to work a computer. He does, enhance, enhance. Okay, here we (laughs) go. Dances down your long hair. <laughs> that sparkle in your eyes just makes me stop and stare. But I have to apologize. I don't pay attention to that stuff. Cause I'm not the kind of guy who falls in love. That's my favorite song. My God. I just want to hear her verse. Absolutely not her singing. No. They didn't even try. goes on and they have a little dance thing I, they do. I'm gonna tell you I love that choreography <laughs> well I was like I fully I like this so is cute. from a 1940s yeah. movie it was super like I totally got the idea um I thought it would have been the cutest thing I'd ever seen if it had been literally anybody else not Dr. Albert Beck he <laughs> 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 He's about to sit down on a bench and for the way he like hitched up his pants. Oh my God. I know. So uncomfortable. I know the exact moment <laughs> you're talking about. And I also was like, can you buy some pants that fit you properly? They're so big. They're so big and baggy. I don't. Yeah. Why are his clothes so ill-fitting? I don't know. They all, everything is dress shirts, like ties. Jack, everything fits him wrong. It's, it's like Donald Trump dressing. Yeah. Oh, it's boy. All my shirts. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that goes on for a while. And they yeah. end it with a kiss. And I said, blech. No, thank you. Yeah. Gross. Um, so cut back to real life. And he says goodnight to Melissa. And then the next day, Melissa confronts Sophie on campus and she's like, hey, Sophie Green, I'm talking to you. You're gonna <laughs> leave the doctor alone. You tried to kill him. And like someone's dragging her away and she's like, you're never gonna get away with this. And Somebody Sophie's hit like, one of them hits the other one. I forget who in that moment does the yeah. first hit. Somebody hits. Yep. I think Sophie hits her. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I think Sophie, Sophie does. Hits her. Like there's a there's a lot of violence these two girls are just like two little kid kitty cats <laughs> yeah, fighting in an alley 
<laughs> so we see Dr. Back talking to the fucking dean of the medical department. I wish she'd had a name because I'm really tired of talking. Let's call him Tim. Tim, okay. So he's talking to Tim and Tim's like, oh, so many people are dropping your class. And Sophie is making trouble and we're going to have to meet with the board and come up with some kind of arrangement. And Dr. Buck's like, I don't want to. <laughs> and Tim's like, me either, but I spent six months working to get you this job. <laughs> You're the worst person alive. Oh my gosh. So he goes up to Sophie on campus again. Again again and he's like hey i want to show you something and she's like leave me the fuck alone Mm -hmm. follows her to the next table like read the room he refuses um he's like look this is an agreement that protects both of us we have to stay 100 yards away from each other um and as he's like showing it to her he reaches behind her and puts i don't know a thousand drops of something into her soda (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's I like thought a whole it was eye drop like Visine, because you can point, <laughs> you can poison people with Visine. You can. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, somebody oh. did it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a funny thing to joke about? Sometimes? No, it was a thing. Uh, like, I mean, time means nothing to me. It was recent, and it it might have even been more than one case that happened. Oh, but boy. yeah, people were like someone got poisoned with visine that's bonkers Hmm. so she asks for a pen very nicely and he gives it to her and she takes it drops it on the ground and goes shove it up your nose (laughs) (laughs) she sits down to eat um for something she got on campus it's like a salad and soup and like a whole nice spread i was jealous yeah it looked good i ate non bread with cheese on it for dinner <laughs> someone cooked for me <laughs> anyway uh he goes back to his classroom and grabs like the world's oldest looking medical kit it's like the this leather bag that belonged to his great great grandpa yeah <laughs> old timey yeah we cut to sophie oh boy she barfing yeah um the fucking tim walks up He's in charge of the medical school here. He just stares at her. What's going He's on here? Choking on her own vomit. Hey, you all right? <laughs> no. Hmm. So here comes Dr. Beck and he's like, hey, let me help. I'm a doctor. And he. What does he do? I don't remember. He starts looking through her bag and he's like, he, oh, fentanyl. He, yeah. He, so he. He was like, is she on drugs? And she was like, no, I'm clean. I'm clean. And so he goes looking through her bag, but slips in fentanyl mm-hmm. and then is like, oh, look what I found. She's the way he said it. He's like fentanyl. Oh, my God. She's taking fentanyl. <laughs> what a little. Well, into it, buddy. <laughs> and then he has her snort something and she's immediately fine. Yeah. Does that, is that a thing? I know you can give like a shot to people who are ODing, but to just be like, here's some nasal spray. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) The Dean's like, well, shoot, I'm going to have to report this to the board. We have a no drug policy and I guess our meeting's canceled. Cut to him. (laughs) Yeah. 
Cut to him kicking Sophie out, and she is livid. She's like, you think I'm a drug addict? He poisoned me, and guess what? 1,300 kids signed this petition. Mm-hmm. And she storms out. Um, <laughs> Melissa, we see Melissa run to tell Dr. Beck she got the scholarship, and Yay. he played some role in it. Um, she's like, I saw you save Sophie the other day. And that was like, so generous of you. Cause she tried to ruin your life. <laughs> it was like really nice of you to not let her die. And he's like, well, I'm a doctor. Um, Sophie comes running in and attacks him. She's just screaming at him. She I got kicked out. out of school. You son of a bitch. <laughs> My favorite thing. She gets dragged out by security. She's screaming. You'll never get away from this, from this, <laughs> with this something. And then she calls the Dean guy, a corporate pimp <laughs> a and corp- spits on him. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. This is the kind of stuff I want to see in movies. Yeah, and then also there was more fighting between Melissa and oh, Sophie that's too. Right. Mm-hmm. They went at each other. They love fighting. Mm-hmm. So after this happens, Sophie's mom calls her and she's like, "Hey, you! I found out you're not going to Wittendale. What the heckity heck?" And Sophie's like, uh, I got a plan. Like, don't worry about it. I'm at Southeastern Arizona University. Um, and her mom's like, look, I get that. Like, you're not feeling great right now, but you should stop whatever it is you're doing. And she's like, no, he ruined my life. I can't stop thinking about it. It's all I ever think about. And if I don't do something about this, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. And her mom says, <laughs> Why the hell do you have to be so stubborn? What? What are you talking about? A cunt. Like, what is this parenting? Your I daughter. I talk to my friend like that. I know. Your daughter just was like super open with you about a traumatic experience that happened to her. And you say... Why the hell are you so stubborn? Is your first thing after she like, get I, fucked? Ooh, jump I mean, out of the car. Ooh. Let me back it up over you. <laughs> like <laughs> you're the worst parent. You are the worst parent. They're awful. You're so horrible. But Sophie needs her mom's help. So she doesn't call her a raging cunt. <laughs> Instead, she's like, whatever, whatever, I'm going to do it no matter what, but I need your help and you cannot tell dad. And her mom's like, all right, what do you need me to do? So we don't find out yet. Um, <laughs> this part really made me laugh when Tim tells Dr. Beck about how many kids signed the petition. And he's like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> And this piece of shit is still like, man, I really wanted to help you get your life back together after that trial, but uh, you're fuckered. Yeah, you're you're gone. You're fired. When he tells Melissa, <laughs> she goes, you got let go because that stupid piece of crap, Sophie Grease. <laughs> First, she's like, hey, they rescheduled my class with you and now it's on a different yeah. day with a different teacher. What's up? <laughs> Does that mean something? 
Oh boy, that whole thing really made me laugh. It's because of that piece of crap, Sophie Green. He's that stupid piece of crap. Um, so she asks him to be honest, and is there any truth to what Sophie's saying? He's like, no freaking way. She made this whole thing up just to sue me. It happens to doctors all the time. No, it doesn't. All the time. And she's like, Well, I learned a lot from you. And he's like, You want a donut? <laughs> She's like, I do. And then they're at a bar drinking wine. And I was like, where the fuck is her donut? Where's the donut? Oh, boy. So at this little date, she asks him why he isn't married. And he's like, oh, I was once, but I didn't love her. And we cut to like the second movie. And he's like, I feel sorry for her. She's like, so why'd you break up? And he says she fell in love with somebody else. (laughs) While it's showing her falling yeah. off the thing he pushed her off of. <sighs> then he asks her if she's seeing anybody. And she says, no, I'm like allergic to guys. Well, hashtag not all guys. Hashtag and just guys my own age. <laughs> hashtag I, I want to fuck my dad. <laughs> she says, <laughs> this is so funny. Listen to this. People are always telling me that I have a t- um, a father <laughs> complex. And no one says that. No. It's a daddy complex. Daddy issues, baby girl. <laughs> She's like, my last boyfriend was 51. And Dr. <laughs> Beck has like a sharp inhalation of breath and sits back. And I'm like, whoa, he just got the biggest boner. The biggest. <laughs> most giant boner ever. It is a pulsating under the table. <laughs> so sorry. Yikes. <laughs> So she confesses that she has kind of a crush on him and Tropical Birdie's back there like, you better send this bitch home in a cab. This is crazy. But instead, Dr. Beck's like, ooh, I see you naked and writhing on my bed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She asks him if he's found a nice place to live, which is a weird thing to ask someone. Yeah. And he says, yeah, but it's too big for one person. And she's like, Oh, yeah. How big. (laughs) Oh. So cut to him giving her a tour of his giant house. Um, (laughs) They get up to his bedroom. (laughs) They both stop, like, so short. Fucking. (laughs) That was supposed to be a record scratch, and I don't know what happened. (laughs) What's a record scratch sound like? (laughs) Thank you. I know. I don't know. <laughs> My record is broken. <laughs> On his nightstand, you guys, there's a framed picture of her. What? Yeah. Now, Tropical Beck is there and he's like, oh, you fucked up so bad. You forgot how creepy you are. You, were you almost forgot that was in there. It. You were almost there. So she slowly walks up, she picks it up, she looks at it for a while, and then she looks at him and says, now this is impressive. Impressively psychotic. Anyone would run out of there so fast. I mean, now we will find out in a while why she doesn't, but you would just be like, um, I gotta go. Wouldn't that also alarm you as the dude too? For wouldn't you be sure, like he's so delusional? He's so crazy, but wouldn't you be like, oh boy, that's that, 
that's two two nutty people in a relationship might not be too yeah. great <laughs> because she doesn't just say now this is impressive she also says it shows how much you care about me oh, yeah, how she's much in- you love me she's into it so she kisses him they both start making the most disgusting noises they're writhing all around on the bed i feel like i've said the word writhing like 15 times well there is a lot there's a lot of writhing in this movie um so while this is happening upstairs sophie breaks in downstairs so we're cutting back and forth between melissa and dr beck making out and making me grossed out Mm -hmm. and sophie grabbing a knife and walking up to the bedroom she walks up to the bedroom. She sees them making out. She drops the knife. And they're like, oh, my God, call the police. And she's like, no, don't. I was wrong about everything. I should have known how good you could make a woman feel. Oh, I ruined everything. <laughs> and Melissa walks over and says, join us and takes off Sophie's jacket. Of course, Sophie's not wearing a shirt. So now they're holding hands while they're both wearing just bras. <laughs> You're like, what is happening? Uh, they walk over to the bed. He wakes up somehow not covered in his own jizz. <laughs> like, what are these dreams? <laughs> I don't know. Do old men have wet dreams? Probably not. <laughs> you don't think so. I mean, this guy, I though, he's so. such a guilty pervert. He probably does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not looking it up <laughs> do not need that kind of information on my telephone oh so, as he wakes up melissa walks out of the bathroom and you're like oh my god they did really have sex holy shit he wasn't imagining that whole thing she says hey i borrowed your toothbrush <sighs> This, Melissa, you're a monster. This is one of the grossest things I've ever heard. And I know I know of people who like would use each other's toothbrushes. Mm-mm. To me, I would rather like sexually defile myself than like oh, Jesus Christ. use somebody else's tooth. I would just rather do like debaucherous things than like it's assume gross. I could use a tooth like i wouldn't want somebody using my toothbrush especially not without asking my toothbrush like that's so gross you know what you can do use your fucking finger Uh uh-huh or mouthwash like you're good girl you don't need yeah until you can go to the store you can make do so fucking gross so she has to go to class so they make plans for later and we see him, he's made himself a very nice breakfast. Yeah. He's going to eat it out on his lanai or whatever. He's <laughs> um, like, he's got eggs and toast and a bowl of fruit. Before he sits down, he says, oh, I forgot the olive oil. What the fuck are you putting olive oil on? Your toast, your eggs, or your fruit? I mean, honestly, I would say. I would guess the fruit, but that seems weird. It all I mean, it seems, seems weird, weird with all of it. Like, say something like, oops, I forgot my coffee. 
because he didn't have any coffee. But anyway, as he turns around to go get the olive oil, he gets clubbed over the head by Sophie, who is wearing a lab coat and a surgical mask. Mm -hmm. And we cut to him tied up outside still. She, he's immediately like, oh, please don't hurt me. And she's like, check this out. Kicks him in the dick. (laughs) And then she goes to, (laughs) this is so fucking weird. She goes to take off his pants and she like looks at his dick or whatever. (laughs) And she's like, oh my God, it's so big. I'm going to need a whole team of nurses to lift it. Ew! (laughs) I was so grossed out by that. And she's like, that's what you like to hear, isn't it? He's like, no, 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 I don't like it. Nobody likes that. (laughs) So she grabs some like weird surgical scissors and she's like, survey says I'm going to cut your dick off. She's like, the poles are in or whatever. So she's holding the scissors above his dick. And she's like, one, two, three. Oh, Melissa came back in the house and calls like, I'm just getting my homework. Sophie runs off. Melissa hears Albert like, (laughs) and she goes running out, goes to untie him. Sophie tackles her. They each like punch each other in the face. So hard. So hard. Then we get into like a standoff and Sophie's like, he's going to kill you just like he tried to kill me. And she runs off and drives away. Melissa unties Dr. Beck. Um, And we see Sophie call her mom and she's like, okay, I did the thing I told you I was going to do. And you just need to tell the police that I was home the whole time. And her mom's like, got it. Got it. Cause you know, they don't check cell phone records or anything like that. Why did you make a phone call? You turn your phone off the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So the (laughs) these cops, these cops show up at Dr. (laughs) Beck's house and they're like, whoa bro we could not believe you got off in that other case that was ridiculous (laughs) those cops i love them (laughs) they're so ridiculous they're like and what's your 20 year old student here doing here at seven in the morning and she's like yeah i'm fucking him you got a problem i love him (laughs) i love him so much um (laughs) so weird Later, he's talking to the cops again um, on the phone while he's wearing silk pajamas and Sophie's like cutting up vegetables in the kitchen. And the cops are like, well, sorry, Sophie's friends said she came back to California like right after she got expelled and her parents said she was home all day. And we have security footage of her buying a coffee somewhere in California or whatever. Mm -hmm. That was her mom. So then Sophie calls him and she's like, Hey, Dr. Beck, guess what? I've got a shotgun and I sleep next to it every night, which is not a good idea. That's not safe, Sophie. (laughs) So she threatens him and Melissa. Um, She's like, Melissa, if you insist on staying with him, like you're both going to die. So they hang up and Melissa's like, what the fuck are we going to do? I want to spend the rest of my life with you. God, I love you so much, but this lady's going to kill us. And, and the like, cops are like giving her permission to do it. Yeah. What? <laughs> She's like, the cops hate your guts. They're not going to do anything. And then they're laying in bed together, like side by side. And she's like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> we have to kill her. We got to. Yeah. We got to get rid of her. 
forever. And this little fucker comes out of a wall and says, <laughs> he says, don't talk like that. I'm a doctor. I'm not going to kill somebody. Sir, you tried to kill your last wife. Yeah. And you tried to kill Sophie. And, and Sophie. So she's got a whole plan. This again should have been a red flag to him. She's like, all right, we'll buy a gun off the black market. They, those can't be traced. And then we'll pack enough food, water, and gas to drive to California without having to make a stop. And no one will know we were there. And then we'll wait for her outside our house. We'll shoot her. And then we'll come back and we'll be each other's alibi. And he's like, all right, That's, I love it. I love a woman with an agenda. Like you got it planned out for me. We got an itinerary going. I don't have to do anything. I'm going to drive the car. <laughs> so crazy. So then we see Sophie and her mom having like a teary goodbye. And her mom's like, please be careful. And Sophie says, I'll see you soon. And she's like, no, you won't. So you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She leaves the house. Melissa and Dr. Becker outside. They follow her. Luckily for them, she drives into a spooky alley. Yeah. Where nobody else is there. But also lucky for all the plans in motion, it's a guns and ammo store. So she's going there to get the bullets that she said she was going to use to kill Mm -hmm. Dr. Beck and Melissa. So Melissa starts to freak out and she's like, oh my God, I can't do this. Oh no, I've made a mistake. And he's like, you stay here and close your eyes. And when you hear a gunshot, start the car. And he looks her in the eyes and she looks him in the eyes and he says, I love you. I love you so much. And she is like so moved by this that she grabs that gun and she runs up to uh, what's her name's car. And then the most bland dialogue and the whole movie happens. Melissa, what are you doing? Forgive me. Bang, bang, bang. (laughs) It's like. It reminded me of in the room, like, you're my favorite customer. Hello, doggy. <laughs> so she fires three shots. Then she runs away from the car, turns around, fires three more, and the car explodes. Just explodes. And she goes, oops, must have hit the gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> my dad sorry and he's like what the hell is wrong with you and she's like i don't know i freaked and he goes yeah you freaked all right (laughs) so they stop somewhere buried the gun like in the desert cut to them watching a news story about sophie's body having been found in a charred car and her body was so badly burned that they could only use her dental records to identify her so, like, immediately after they turn off the TV, the detective calls and he's like, hey, Dr. Beck, I need to talk to you about Sophie's murder. I'm sure you've heard about it. And he's like, hmm, what? No, never heard about it. Not once. <laughs> so they're going to come by in about an hour. Melissa's making the bed. The doorbell rings and she's like, Albert, Albert, they're here. <laughs> he's putting he's in the bathroom, putting something in a syringe. And when he comes out, he's like, all right, let's go down there. We'll be a united front. And she's like, mm actually i'm super scared and i'm not ready to talk to them so i'm just gonna stay up here cool he's like all right so (laughs) this interaction with the cops oh my god i was like is this a fantasy he (laughs) they (laughs) laugh about or they bring up what a coincidence it is that sophie died in a burning car which is the same way that he tried to fake her death previously 
and they're like yeah what are the odds and dr beck's like how about one in a billion and then they're like (laughs) 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 and then it just like cuts off so fast and they're like so where were you the other night i that's how it was hilarious so i laughed so hard (laughs) what is happening it was so funny so Oh boy, this is when shit really starts to get crazy because what do we hear now? Melissa calling for help. Yeah, yelling from upstairs. Help Help me, help help me, please. I'm up here. The cops run up there. She's in a hospital gown tied to the bed. And (laughs) Dr. Beck comes in. He's like, oh my God, Melissa, why did you do this? Wait, did I do this? Did I do this? That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> but she's saying that he tried to kill her. Like, he's trying yeah. to kill me. Um, so luckily he had prepared those syringes before anyway. So he gets one of the cops and runs off. And the other one chases after him. He somehow gets behind that guy <laughs> and also gets him with a syringe. And he yeah. drives away. Now, I think this is your favorite part, right? Where he's crying in the car. And my note is he's crying in the car and tropical Bert is like lulls. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the free guys at the very end. Oh, oh, oh right, but, right, right. But this one, he, I did make a note about his smug little vacation face. <laughs> he was really smug. He's like, I fucking told you. I knew it. They cut back to his house where the cops are going over it. Cause it's a crime scene. <laughs> they show a cop who looked like the director really quickly yelled, oh, be looking at something. And he's like, ah, ah, <laughs> like <laughs> all over the place. And then at the ceiling, <laughs> they find an open box under the bed and it's full of dynamite or something. Yep, C4. <laughs> now, Melissa's talking to the cops, telling them like, he practically raped me and and I know I told him I loved him and that I'd been with him before, but I didn't want to. And the cop's like, no means no. And she's like, yes, exactly. The, 100. The best line that she yes. says here. If I didn't obey him. He was going <laughs> <laughs> to cut my boobs off or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I laughed so hard when that happened and Andrew was in the room getting ready to go to the gym and he stops and he's like, that had no feeling behind it. She just said, he said, if I didn't obey him, he was going to cut off my boobs or something. Like she wasn't horrified by it at all. (laughs) Now these brilliant cops. Cut off my boobs. (laughs) Why would he say that i'm gonna doctor the doctor wouldn't say i'm gonna cut off your boobs (laughs) oh boy oh man now these brilliant brilliant detectives they are like these are explosives sophie's car exploded hey he exploded her car (laughs) and melissa this made me laugh too she's like i'm so stupid i thought i loved him and the cops just look at her for like a half second and they're like don't worry we'll find him <laughs> but not like you're not stupid you're not stupid honey <laughs> um dr beck steals a car listens to a story about himself on the radio and he's talking to his tropical self 
he's like trying to come up with a way that Melissa didn't betray him. He's like, well, maybe when I went downstairs, someone else came in and tied her up. Mm -hmm. And Tropical Beck is like, I don't think so, man. Yeah. Goes, no one has ever loved me like she did. And Travel Beck goes, Well, that's because she was pretending. <laughs> you dumb idiot. That's the Ooh. whole point. She liked you so much because she was faking it. She wasn't being genuine. Now, Melissa's just back on campus. I feel like I would not be able to go back to school, but whatever. Yeah. She's got cute overalls on. She's talking to Victoria. Oh my God, I know. They're so cute. And Dr. Beck is watching her. She stops at a drugstore and she's like picking out makeup. He follows her all the way to a house. She walks in the house and who the fuck is there? Sophie. Sophie. And they're BFFs. So this is Melissa's aunt and uncle's house and um, Sophie's staying there while she's pretending to be dead. And Melissa brought her like clothes and makeup and some wigs. And some wigs. <laughs> Sophie tries on this wig that is like a brown version of Little Orphan Annie. Yeah, yep. And these glasses. And then she's like, I look like a teacher. <laughs> like this ridiculous. Like, how dare you? That's not what teachers sound like. So when he, he's like walking around the house, trying every single door and window, he's like, gosh, darn it. These won't open. He finally or something. <laughs> they don't want me in here. Whatever. They're putting a blonde wig on Melissa. On, not on Melissa, on Sophie. And Melissa tells her, you look like Elsa. No, she doesn't. No, but it's probably an Elsa wig, which is why she goes, it looked like a fucking Elsa wig. And it, it sure did. A bad one though. Party city <laughs> so i guess they ended on like they thought the blonde wig and this intense bronzer makeup was the winning look for yep. her totally natural um and like tons of bronzer like blue eyeshadow her hair's super long and blonde and then it's like the sides are like twisted and pulled back she looked very 60s to me that whole outfit and look was weird yeah it wasn't um, good it wasn't i mean good. you know i love the 60s but that was that was not a good yeah, it was weird. Uh, representation. So Melissa's like making them lunch or something. And Sophie's complaining about how she doesn't like this eyeshadow. <laughs> Melissa's like, he'll get used to it. <laughs> like she could have picked anything. Why does the <laughs> eyeshadow matter? She has to wear it every day. But, yeah, uh-oh, blue. It's blue every day. Dr. Beck grabs Sophie and he's holding a syringe to her neck and he's like, now I know why Sophie hates me, but Melissa, why are you doing this? And she just gives the whole thing away. She's like, we've been best friends since we were six. And when she asked me for help, of course I said yes. And we researched the internet and we learned how to make a bomb. Oh man, was it easy? Like, oh my God. <laughs> I also was able to steal a cadaver and Sophie was somehow able to get into dental records and change them to match the cadavers. So that's why the dental records match. Yep. She just what? put on some glasses and a lab coat and snuck into the coroner's office. Okay. All right. And then she says to Dr. <laughs> Beck, you're an embarrassment to this profession. Sophie's like, oh shit, you shouldn't have said that. Wrong thing to say, mama. You know, he injects Sophie with whatever he's got in that syringe and he knocks Melissa out. 
They wake up in hospital gowns and restraints on the widest kitchen island I've ever seen. I mean, big enough to fit two grown women with space in between them. Space. So now he's having a fucking fantasy hallucination about teaching a class while doing surgery. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, class, here's the deal. Once I've purified or I've cut these hearts out and purified them, I'll put Melissa's heart into Sophie's chest and Sophie's heart into Melissa's chest. And then they'll both love me unconditionally. And the three of us will live happily ever after in Cabo San Lucas. Yep. And that's what happens. That's the end of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) It works. Um, No. So back to real life, he's about to give Melissa an anesthetic and she's like, um, Sophie made me do this. And he's like, yeah, right. And she's like, you're right. I actually just really want to fuck you again. (laughs) And he's like, okay, after I perform surgery, which is horrifying because they're never going to survive the surgery. But while she's talking to him, she's like reaching down and opening a drawer on the island because it's a fancy island that also has storage in it. And she gets out a frying pan, whacks him over the head. She grabs the phone. She calls the police and he knocks. She the phone grabs over. the phone. Uh huh. The cordless phone and stands there. <laughs> you could fucking run. I didn't even it's pick cordless. up on that. Yeah. I mean, he uh. knocks the phone out of her hand almost immediately. And she's like, help. He's trying to kill me. Um, she gets away from him, but runs upstairs and hides behind a bed. <laughs> He's like, you're very sick. Now give me your hand and I'll do <laughs> you surgery. Like the voice he did there really made me laugh. She points a gun, gun at him, but it doesn't fire. It's like jammed up, but she knocks him out. The yeah, police show up. Wails on him with that gun. <laughs> she really does. It's like with the butt of a shotgun. Um, but the fucking police, by the time they get upstairs, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Melissa is pissed. She's like, you let him get away. And Sophie walks in, but she's still got her wig on and stuff. And they're like, who are you? What's your name? And she's like, oh, I'm Susan Brown. And they're like, yeah, right. Wig reveal. They pull the wig off and they're like, you're Sophie Green. We Aren't know you you're dead. <laughs> and then Melissa goes, mm, actually about that. Like, um, here's the thing. That's a weird way to be like, we're going to get out of it. Uh." Like you did some weird whack stuff there. (laughs) I mean, you guys would be in trouble for trying to frame a man for murder and stealing a corpse and changing medical records and blowing a car up. Oh, yeah. So Sophie and her mom have a heartfelt reunion. Her dad has never heard a word about any of this, um, which is fine. Cause he would have been like, can you just leave this guy alone? Like, let him be a teacher. Um, Cause he never wants to ruin Dr. Beck's career. Yeah. So Dr. Beck is driving away and he's like, I still think it could have worked out. And tropical Beck is like, pull this fucking car Get over the car to the side of the road. We are having a talk right now. He's like, these girls are all bad for you. You can't be in a relationship with a woman. You need to be alone forever. Alone. You just can't do it. And Dr. Beck is like, no, 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 no. It's so funny. He's like banging on the hood of the car. He gives a super dramatic, like, 
monologue about it. it's not long it's not no long. It's, i have it exactly if you would like to hear it. yes i would i'm not giving up on love she's out there my baby's out there <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Uh, he drives off he leaves the tropical version of himself on the road and that's it baby yeah in the wind that's it so we're gonna have another stock by my doctor Oh my gosh. I forgot another one came out this year. So now there's five. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Also, there's a movie on the Lifetime Movie Club right now that's like, oh shoot. It's the exact same plot, but they named it something different. Now I can't remember what it is. Hounded by my pediatrician. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh my god, I would watch that. I'm pitching it and I'm reading it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just found the title. It's pretty good. The doctor will kill you now. But listen to the plot. It's literally the same thing. After a ski accident, Dr. Vincent saves Sarah's life. But when the doctor mistakes her gratitude for love, he becomes obsessed, determined to have her at any cost. What the fuck? It's the same movie. It's the exact same movie. The doctor will kill you now. Oh, my God. I love it. Guys, these are my favorite things. I'm so grossed out by him, but I also never want him to stop. Can't stop watching these train wrecks. They're so bonkers. They're so bonkers. Oh boy. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Uh, We appreciate it. (laughs) Don't sleep with your professors or doctors or crazy stalkers. And don't pretend to love people. It's not going to end well. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good week. And we'll be back. We'll be back next week. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.